listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Pharmacy Podcast Network listeners, welcome back to the Pharmacy Podcast. Can you believe it's fall 2022? This year just went by so quickly. Um, I can't, I can't believe the cool kids. Kids are back in school, and um, we're seeing a change in the consumption of podcasts. We know that some of you are getting ready for your own new uh, semesters. We want to give a shout out to our pharmacy students, our future pharmacists. Don't ever limit yourself to doing what you really want to do. And if you like informatics, if you like technology, if you like artificial intelligence, and you're in that realm of the world of the of the PharmD, let me tell you, today is an episode that you're going to want to listen to. The way that technology is going to impact patient care in the hands of our pharmacists is going to be um, extraordinary. And it's, like I said, limited to your imagination, the state of technology in pharmacy um, is out there to help um, keep our patients safe, as well as uh, keep medications in um, in inventory. And we're going to be talking with uh, two um, amazing people in the pharmacy industry. Oliver Jackson is the pharmacy supply chain coordinator at Oshner, and uh, Oliver provides his um, is going to be providing his background with us and 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 telling his story to really set the stage for other people who are in um, medication, supply management, inventory management. Um, Dr. Nate Petey is here with us today. He's the co-founder and chief strategy officer of Orbital RX. Uh, Nate provide, he's going to provide insights into, um, into how Orbital is being used within healthcare systems, as well as what the future means for the usage of um, other aspects of of artificial intelligence, and that's fascinating to me. So, before we jump in and get started, I'd like to introduce Oliver Jackson. Uh, welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast Nation. Hey, Todd. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. So, tell us how you got into this industry, and then what drove you and kind of attracted you to becoming a a supply chain um, director, who's really overseeing the needs of your of your health system. Yeah, sure thing. So I've been in the pharmacy um, industry for about 20 years now. I'll be 20 years next year. Um, I started off as a pharmacy carrier delivering medications to the hospital floors. Um, soon after, I took a test, became a pharmacy technician. Um, I worked as a pharmacy technician for a few years, maybe like two or three years, mainly in the IV room, chemo infusion center, um, mixing uh, IV medications. Um, soon after that, I became the purchasing coordinator for our Ashna Hospital Jefferson Highway um, site, which is one of our biggest sites within the system. Um, I worked that position for about 10 years before transitioning to my current role as supply chain coordinator right now. That is um, great, and I appreciate you sharing that with us. I get excited about the the technology aspect and the in the inventory management aspect of running a hospital system pharmacy institutional pharmacies and there's such a slight um, differentiation between those two but then the 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 great differentiation between our community pharmacies and institutional pharmacy so I'm I'm glad you're here to dig into this and this topic uh, Nate 
the pharmacist in the room, uh, my favorite provider, how does a PharmD uh, become integrated into a, a company that's driving efficiencies in product um, inventory management, as well as uh, nerding out in the world of artificial intelligence? Thanks, Todd. Glad to be here today. Um, great question. Um, I have to say that throughout my career, um, automation has always been central to what I wanted to work with and where I saw a lot of the opportunities um, out there for pharmacy. Um, honestly, uh, the, the decision to, to jump over the fence and start to build uh, systems of our own really came out of uh, a general frustration with the lack of innovation we felt like in, um, in the space and honestly, uh, a lack of pharmacist voice in the products and solutions that we had available to us in the marketplace. And we wanted to change that. So we uh, founded Orbital RX to, to try to build the types of uh, solutions that we wanted to have and wanted to see available to us in the marketplace. Well, like I said in the intro, um, we want to encourage uh, pharmacists who are listening in right now, even if you've been in your sector for for years, and and or if you're just starting, or if you're a pharmacy student, you're a P three, you're P four right now. There's a whole new There's so many new opportunities for pharmacists, and and this is an interesting episode, Nate, that we get to talk to you, a founder of uh, Orbital RX, about implementing technology to really manage and simplify and accelerate um, as well as duplicate processes to oversee uh, drug shortage management. I'm going to turn things back to Oliver. Um, you know, I think of when I sold pharmacy management systems, Nate, to the institutional long-term care pharmacy space, the very first yeah. thing I asked was, okay, how were things before the implementation of the systems so that we can compare um, keep what works and get rid of what didn't as well as implementing the new solution. So Oliver, prior to implementing Orbital RX, how was Oshner handling uh, drug shortage management? Yeah, sure. So great question. So how we were managing drug shortages prior to Orbital RX, um, we had a SharePoint site. Um, essentially, we had a spreadsheet, a list of all the medication shortages that we were tracking. On that list, we were tracking current inventory, uh, ETAs, um, and any other notes from our clinical teams and things of that nature it was all shared on the SharePoint site. So that process was very, extremely manual. So it prepping for our weekly drug shortage meeting, we, depending on how many drug shortages we had at that time, I may have started prepping two days, one or two days prior before the meeting. Um, so it's, it was very, very time consuming um, with pulling the necessary information needed for that drug shortage meeting. So in the online magazine, Best Life Online, they just did a story um, as we've been, um, had the opportunity to talk with you both. And, it, and it's titled Four Major Medication Shortages That Could Affect You. And obviously it's wrote, written for the consumers. But this is a real issue in the United States. So I think of your department, Oliver, you know, what what kind of department goals were you trying to achieve that led you and your team to look for a shortage management solution? What what trigger took place that you're like, wait a second, you know, this is 
the status quo is not cutting it. Right. So as time progressed and technology advanced, you know, we would like to automate as much as possible. Um, so automation was one of the key components and efficiency time management. So cutting the amount of time spent pulling data um, to track drug shortages. Um, so those were some of the key components that we were looking for um, with what can help us uh, be more efficient, um, help manage drug shortages in a more automated fashion. Um, so those were some of the, I would say, key components that we were looking for. So you're out there, you're thinking about the, the upgrade by implementing something new. Um, you run into Orbital RX. What does your team do to predict as, as the value that it would bring and provide to your daily workflow? What, what needed to stand out for you to make that investment? Um, so from my point of view, to make that investment, so actually we were growing at that time. So we, we have about 39 hospitals um, in our system currently. So we're constantly expanding. So we wanted to find some type of software that would help us with expanding. So as we expand with the, the amount of hospitals that we have in the system, we needed software that would assist with um, managing and tracking drug shortages in this scenario at a, at a high level. So what stands out with Orbital RX is they were growing with us, so they were able to meet our needs, um, even if it wasn't something that they offered um, firsthand, they were willing to make adjustments to fit the need for our health system. So as we expanded um, from a clinical standpoint, Arbitorx helped us bridge the gap with getting, communicating um, drug shortages and the latest information for our team. So it helps us bridge the gap with managing the drug shortages overall. Oliver, you're out there looking for technology to implement into your department. You know that the concepts of what you need done to fill in the gaps of what your systems weren't um, providing you um, as someone who has to overlook uh, and minimize drug shortages. When you were considering Orbital RX, what did you and your team predict as the personal value that it would provide to your daily workflow? Um, consistency, um, efficiency. So one thing that Arbitorx provided was um, consistency. So when we were able to show, when we when I looked at Arbitorx, we were able to see, hey, they captured data that was very, very valuable for our clinical team, pharmacy staff, and even staff throughout the hospital, um, pulling data as far as our current inventory, um, what's currently available from our wholesalers, I would say more in a real time fashion, so that that data was available to us in a real time fashion, so we can make those better decisions um, at a real time. So I would say efficiency and, and time management for sure. Excellent. And Todd, I'll, I'll mention as well, um, at the time, and I'm sure even still, Oshner was expanding quickly. Um, and one of the things that uh, we definitely heard from them that we feel like is, is fairly universal across a lot of these large health systems is the desire to start leveraging network effect across their different sites. I mean, one of the benefits of being a large health system is hopefully the ability to kind of uh, leverage and and build uh, efficiencies, economies of scale, and and coordinate sharing of resources across a broader network of, of sites. And that's something that we we heard 
loud and clear from Oshner. I've heard from other health systems as well that, you know, if you're one of 39 hospitals um, and uh, you're managing drug shortages, you'd like to believe that there's uh, easier ways to kind of share information and coordinate efforts across um, across those different sites uh, to benefit from having that that kind of network effect. And uh, I know um, Oliver was central in, in really kind of organizing a lot of uh, a lot of those efforts across those different hospitals. And one of the main objectives we really tried to deliver on them was the ability for them to quickly see kind of what's going on across these hospitals and coordinate efforts and uh, and benefit from a more centralized oversight of uh, drug shortage management across their health system instead of it being kind of siloed across each site. Oliver, um, Dr. David Coulter, he is um, a medicine physician at Providence St. John's Health System uh, Center in uh, Santa Monica, uh, California. And he's interviewed in this article where he says, um, you know, um, he, he knows that there's shortage opportunities and situations. He tries to minimize those. Um, he has a strategy called just-in-time system. He says, rather than one that predicts supply needs, uh, takes action to prevent shortages and, and stores items just in case demand suddenly increases. Just in case demand to me kind of sounds uh, expensive. <laughs> and <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm thinking that we should, maybe we should invite Dr. Coulter on, onto the show. But regardless, I, I think my question to Oliver is, you know, in terms of, of efficiency and and what you've noticed in implementing um, Orbital RX, you know, your system isn't relying on just in case, you know, demand. And and I want to know the difference between what you had and, and where you're at today with the tech. Yeah, sure. So what we had prior to um, was so each site was managing drug shortages. I would say on their own, we collaborated to a certain degree, but we wanted to bring that um and make that universal across the system, right? So that everyone's on the same page, we have the same information clinically, and we're making this, we're putting out the same mitigation strategies um, and everyone's getting the same information so that we're planning and providing the best patient care um, at a consistent level. So where we were prior to, to now, uh, we didn't have that amount of consistency across the board. And it, it was a more manual process so it took us longer to get information out um, to the sites versus now where we can get that out to the sites more in real time, in my opinion. I'm glad you brought up uh, just-in-time inventory. I think that's, that's uh, one of the big challenges. I think over the past 20 years, we've seen pharmacy departments really move towards efficiencies in their inventory systems and try to achieve uh, just in time inventory as much as possible to keep costs down to reduce waste all of those those things that you're doing on a on an ongoing basis at every hospital pharmacy but one of the things that just in time inventory really depends on is you know a reliable supply chain um, and I think that's where uh, a lot of hospitals have really found themselves out of position was the assumption that the the supply chain would only get more reliable as time passed, and what we've what we've seen is the opposite. Unfortunately, um, a much less resilient, a much less stable supply chain, which creates uncertainty. And then uncertainty over when and how I can get important medications uh, really is one of the most disruptive 
forces in uh, in these health systems trying to execute a just-in-time inventory strategy. Right, great point, Nate. That's definitely um, it's frustrating, right? It you, is, you, it you is very in just in time, and then uh, something goes short, and well, I mean, what are you going to do now? You've got right. to blow up, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. yeah, the climate has definitely changed, right? So the just-in-time model, I mean, it, it may not fit for in a lot of situations. So right now, you have to gobble up supply while you can get it, especially with the amount of shortages that we're seeing. The impact yeah. in the supply chain um, sector, for sure, is affecting, I would say, all industries, especially pharmacy right now. So those yeah. strategies, have, we've had to adjust, for sure, during these times, especially since the pandemic. Yep. Well, there's another facet here of our of our reality, and that is the way that pharmacy is being compensated is being crushed from multiple angles and reimbursement crushed from multiple angles, squeezing the system in order to get um, you know the the same output, if not better, based on the increase in demand with less uh, resources in the support of revenue because of that squeeze. So therein lies the need to have um, technology start picking up where, um, where uh, Nate, uh, you can spend your time in designing and assuring that pharmacy directors and VPs of departments are getting what they need and their patients are getting what they need. But then yep. Oliver, more important, star of today's show, you are the doer, you're the one in the trench. You know. Let's talk more about your experience kind of working with Orbital RX, their team, um, both during implementation and then just a regular uh, basis, what, what they're able to kind of provide to you as team members, because that's what they've become. They've become really part of your inventory team strategy. So kind of take our listeners through that. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously, I've been working with Orbital RX for the last few years. I want to say maybe like three, four years now. Um, and they've been great partners. So overall, listening to a our needs um, and making adjustments where they can. And also in real time, even today, where I can send a message to their support group um, for any ideas that I have that I may have for their software or any issues that I may run across. Um, they're definitely great at communicating and getting back to me in a short amount of time, about, um, turnaround time. Um, so I... I have nothing but positive things to say with that team. I've worked with Nate very closely, um, so I can reach out to him, but I also reach out to the support team. And my peers also have worked closely with Orbital RX. So over the years, um, we have seen the benefits of having this close, close relationship with Orbital RX, um, especially with them listening to our needs, especially when it comes to the software and what fits our system. There was a article that came out in beginning of uh, August, it's titled How Hospitals Are Battling Shortages in Supply Chain. And um, they go on to say that disruptions in specific um, medications is causing um, patients to um, hit dangerous waiting uh, periods and cycles throughout these uh, health systems that were mentioned in the in the article. I'm going to put this in our show notes so that our listeners can, can read about this. But this is serious stuff in many times, life-saving ability um, to really assure that you're going to have uh, the NDCs, the the products, the everything that that the physician pharmacist team is going to need for that patient. Um, you know, I I think of 
I think of what you have in front of you now, Oliver, that you're that you're working. It's fluid. Um, I'm sure you're even able to press um, and 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 demand some adjustments in order to make things better. But what features? What what's favorite? What's the favorite usages of this system that really stand out? So that our other um, health system uh, pharmacy VPs and directors that are listening in can be like, you know, wow, that that's really interesting, and that that makes sense from a from a value standpoint. Yeah, so the features that stand out to me with ArbitorRx is throughout our system, we have inventory management software. So where we can see the real-time uh, perpetual inventory amounts throughout our system. So ArbitorRx um, is able to pull that data. So I'm able to see current inventory within the ArbitorRx software. I'm also able to see the updates from our wholesaler. So whether the product is currently in stock um, and see alternatives that's possibly in stock or not in stock. So I can see that in ArbitorRx. So rather than me going to different systems, looking for that data, I can see it in one central location. So that's one of the key components or benefits that I see with ArbitorRx. Definitely one of my favorites. What about the pandemic that we're, we're getting through? I know that it's certainly not at the height that it was, but it's still out there. Your health system is probably still taxed over, um, over many different pressures and instances of even staffing shortages that that all of our hospital systems are challenged with. But talk to me about the the pandemic and COVID and and how that impacted and what what you got out of Orbital RX and staying ahead of the game. Yeah, so the pandemic definitely um, we definitely had to make uh, obviously great adjustments, just like every other health system, right? So the way we managed inventory. Um, we had we looked at it at a closer angle, right? So we had to have, we didn't know what to expect. So the unexpected, we had to pull an inventory um, in preparation for the pandemic. And the amount of inventory that we had throughout the system, we needed to manage that inventory. And some of those inventories were hard to get, obviously. So in real time, once we figured out what medications were gonna be used, utilized within the pandemic, we then focused on those medications. Um, and Arbitorx helped us kind of stay ahead. If I can say you can't really stay ahead of drug shortages, but it helped us have a proactive approach of what list of items are COVID specific. We were able to label those items and Arbitorx as like medications that we use to treat um, COVID per se. So you're able to make different um, categorizations to medications that you put in Orbitorx so that you have a list of drugs, like specific drugs for COVID-19 drugs that we're treating. And with those medications, um, just due to the disruption and the impact of drug shortages, we were able to monitor the inventory at a closer angle. Um, and if we needed to transfer medications from one site to another, just to ensure that we didn't have to um, turn away any patients. So patient care is high on our priority list, right? So from a patient care perspective, just ensuring that all sites had what they needed when they needed it was key. So Orbital X helped me by a helping me stay ahead with what's the latest update regarding drug shortages um, from a wholesaler standpoint, what's our inventory levels looking like throughout the system and where do I need to shift medication within the system so that we stay ahead and we're not um, you know, in a, in a critical situation. And Todd, I'll just jump in and mention, I think, um, these pharmacy buyers and pharmacy supply chain managers are often the unsung heroes of uh, of health systems. Uh, the the heroics that they they pull every day to 
try to get inventory in. Um, I've seen some flat out miracles happen uh, where we were preparing for the worst and uh, they were able to work their magic and get them in. And I think from everything I've seen and experienced um, throughout my career, uh, these teams are often under-resourced. Uh, they certainly don't have anything that I would call sophisticated tools at their disposal. Um, and they're doing the best they can with what they have. And unfortunately, with drug shortages, it's just it's death by a thousand cuts. There's only so many hours in the day. Uh, if you need to go run a report from here or go look this up here or go talk to this person here or go remind this person here uh, hundreds of times a day just to get things done, uh, it just absolutely undercuts your ability to be effective and agile uh, and without a doubt, it leaves things off the table that should get done that just there's just not enough time to get it done, unfortunately. And those things have consequences. Um, and I think at Orbital RX, what we've tried to do is to position the product in a way that allows these these teams to be much more efficient, to stay focused, to give them back time in the day that they could use to tackle some of those priorities that perhaps weren't getting the time and attention that they deserve or needed to. Because, again, there's only so many hours in the day. And these teams are some of the hardest working teams in the hospital from my experience. So we hope that uh, we've delivered on that and really tried to give them the ability to, to see everything and have that information come to them and to be centralized in, in their efforts and not feel like uh, they're running around the room, grabbing information from different systems and notes and emails and everything. Right. Yeah. In the same article, Nate, that, um, that was put out by U.S. News uh, titled How Hospitals Are Battling um, Shortages in Supply Chain, uh, Cedars Sinai uh, Health Systems is, um, is quoted in saying how technology has made a significant difference that was almost forced upon them because of the pandemic um, demands and challenges. Well, you know, the pandemic was horrific and, and people died and, and our 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 staffing issues caused people to burn out and, and it, 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 wasn't a, it wasn't a good experience, but what was good that came out of that dark time is the force and the, 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 the elevation of technology to be used um, instead of um, maybe it's a nice thing to have and maybe we'll get to it. Now these big health systems were forced to say, wow, we have got to start implementing tech that's going to um, suck up some of the workload that, that we can get our supply chain management teams focused on other things so that we can continue to level up the level of care that we're getting to our patients. And, you know, when I think of that, Oliver, I think of you and, and Orbital RX and your usage of it, you know, it's, it's improved your transparency. It's improved the look deep into, um, you know, your inventory needs of what, what is happening across your health system. Can you kind of expand upon that as well? Sure. So yeah, it's definitely improved. Um, so it gave us the transparency that we needed um, in order to provide the best patient care. Um, and the way it does that is I'm able to manage all drug shortages in a centralized location. I can send links and, and give access to Arbitorex to personnel within our system so that they can see um, information or any updates that I provided through Arbitorex also. So um, that is a, a very, very key component. Um, yeah, I'd say transparency is is a huge part of what we're trying to deliver, Oliver. I'm excited to hear you say that. I think it's, it's even one of our corporate 
values uh, for the organization. We feel so strongly that transparency is uh, is necessary, and uh, anything that we're building and promoting is is intended to improve transparency because um, it's 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 an opaque space, right? I mean, right. Uh, very few people really <laughs> have a good idea of what's going on um, because of those data barriers, and we we really really want to tear those barriers down. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So in my opinion, you know, we're going to expand upon that, especially as we continue to grow, Nate, um, yeah. having all these sites. So um, it gets complex, right? So we we are in a position now where I feel like we're in a, a solid position here at Auctioner. Um, and we, I feel like we've kind of been ahead. But Arbitor X has helped us um, stabilize and, and, and remain in, in a good position with managing drug shortages and keeping everyone in the know with what's going on, um, especially in this climate today, um, it, it's definitely a challenge, but I feel like we have a pretty solid system in place. So, all right. So I really like getting people on the show, um, Oliver, that has very specific experiences in order to help others who are listening in pharmacist if you're listening in you're in a hospital system i want to i want you to take this interview on your on your favorite podcast platform on spotify on apple on iHeartRadio, whatever and i want you to send a link to your supply chain management team in your health system because oliver this is my favorite question i've saved it to last but i want you to I want you to give and i know that every solution doesn't fit every hospital system we're, we're not going to um, that's not what we're thinking. But what we are thinking is is the advice and the experience you have as a as a person who has relied upon those patients in Oshner health systems, they rely upon you. So what advice do you have for um, for the peers listening in who are struggling with supply chain um, management, supply chain challenges um, and in implementation of, of technology in order to support them better? Yeah, I would say do your research for what technologies are out there to help um, that can help impact and make a positive effect on your everyday workflow. Um, it's it's a very tedious job, especially in the supply chain sector, um, especially pharmacy supply chain. We staying ahead of shortages and knowing what's available, what's not available. So any technologies that can help assist with tracking drug shortages or bringing any shortages to light is beneficial. Um, and there are technologies out there. Um, we are fortunate to have Orbital RX. We've been working with them for the last few years, and it's definitely um, benefited the Oshner system um, from a drug shortage tracking perspective. Um, and as we continue to grow and expand, as I said, we have 39 hospitals within our system. So putting some type of um, drug shortage automation system in place was key um, as we continue to roll out hospitals and, and monitor and manage supply chains across the system, you know, can be challenging, but we have been in a very, very good situation, um, especially with Orbital RX, I'm able to know what's going on at each facility as each sites have different needs, right? So I have different buyers reaching out to me from different sites saying, hey, I'm having issues getting this medication, that medication. So I'm able to take all of that put it in one central location so that other buyers within the system are able to AC um, what's out there, what's, what are the issues out there, even if it's not affecting them directly. Um, that's one of the key components also. So knowing what's, what technologies are out there and what resources you can use to help you do your job better so that you're, you're 
putting your focus towards valuable things as, you know, procuring drugs and things of that nature rather than tracking and getting ETAs from shortages. Nate, so in wrapping up, um, I want to thank you and Orbital RX for um, bringing this topic to us. And we had you on before when IBM Watson Health, before they become Meritive, they're now Meritive, which is exciting. And we see uh, the advancements that they're making in health system. But when I think specifically about what you're doing in supply chain management, um, what advice do you have to the Olivers out there, people that are stressed out right now? Um, is there any kind of homework that they can do to kind of give themselves um, an operational test, for lack of a better term, to really determine, hey, is this something that I should look much deeper into? Absolutely. I think, um, you know, if I'm being completely honest, I would, I would say advocate for your needs loudly. Um, I think that's something that we're starting to see. Um, it's, it's really easy for these teams to kind of um, be in the sub-basement, get things done, but, you know, feel like everything's on fire. But upstairs, you know, the drugs just keep showing up. Um, I think uh, whether it's Orbital RX or, you know, one of the other uh, solutions that's out there, um, what we absolutely believe in is making sure that um, this technology is finding its way into pharmacy operations because we feel like not only is it good for the teams, it's good for patients. Uh, we need more of these types of systems in place to help uh, stabilize a lot of these things and bring a lot of data to processes right now that um, unfortunately it's just too hard to bring data to Oliver Jackson, Pharmacy Supply Chain Coordinator, Oshner Health. Um, Oshner, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for coming and being our guest today. You are a champion of uh, better patient care um, because of what you're doing to empower our pharmacists and our health systems. Everybody's under lots of stress, so your role to keep uh, people from looking at their EHR system and and that pit of the pit of the stomach getting stressed out is you're 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 creating less and less of that in in the world of 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 health and and you're a champion you're part of it too i know you, i know i like what nate said you're an un, unsung hero because you're in the background and if it's like hey we don't we're never going to say anything to oliver unless it's not working but when it <laughs> right, exactly when it is working you know yeah. you know you just go home and have a nice weekend Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's the nature of the beast. But yeah, no, I appreciate it. I'm glad you guys invited me on here. It's definitely been fun. Awesome. Nate, shout out to you. You know who our favorite providers are. It's you guys out there, the 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 most my favorite providers and, and what you're doing in tech and, and artificial intelligence that excites us. Do not be a stranger. Uh, make sure that we hook up at some industry conference coming up. Um, I've conferenced my way out of my, my mind right now in 2022, and I still think I have three or four more to go. So we'll have to meet up sometime, sir. Absolutely. Thanks again, Todd. It was great talking with you, Oliver. Always is.